We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday, it's September 22nd. It is 2023. We have a nice 11 game baseball slate to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined as always on Friday by my good buddy Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Thanks so much, man. Doing good. Glad to uh Come on and, and talk with you. We've got Brian in the building, Yao Pete in the building. So uh, thanks, guys, for joining. And uh, hopefully we can provide some, some good content as we as we get down to the, the dog days of, of MLB. Yeah, I mean, MLB season, getting to that point where it's like, all right, you know, what's going to happen with the playoff run? And um, just watching Debo Samuel just run through like five tackles. Um, so <laughs> that was wild just now. Sorry, got distracted. But um, oh, he, he picked up his yards too, which is yeah, great. Yeah, he did. Um, now, so... one, now, one more catch, Debo. And uh, <laughs> but he got his yards. So we, we're good there. I'm, I'm, I'm set on that one. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what, 10 more days left of the baseball season? So standings really going to be something we hammer home next week and like trying to trying to get like teams playing for something, you know, players that are trying to audition for next year in certain roles. Um, I mean, just it's that fun time of the year where there's just so many ways to potentially look at the slate, um, every slate really. So yeah. Um, let's talk about it. Will we got, like I said, 11 games to break down here. What's up YouTube. Hope everyone's having a, fantastic thursday night i had a great day um my little man turned four today i can't believe he's four already um and we had a great day with him so uh getting started here with arizona at new york facing the yankees this game is currently at an eight total yankees a 160 favorite here fiat and weaver facing off against each other Will, I'd be lying if I didn't say that I had some slight interest in, in Brandon Fiat here. Um, he's really not pitched terribly 
this is a very right-handed heavy offense. Um, I mean, looking at, at like Fiat's numbers, like way better against righties than he is against lefties. Like, do, am I crazy here? I mean, I think what it is, if you think about the Yankees on paper, you don't want to mess with them. Like I know, you know, judging judge being there is going to be, you know, a problem, you know, he may strike out, but he's the, a big threat to send the ball out of the park. Um, but this lineup has been a patched up lineup all season or most of the season, just injuries. I don't hate that call. Um, I, I don't, he's not at the top of my list, but you know, on a slate where once again, offense, offense is going to reign supreme. I don't hate taking a shot on him. Yeah, I mean, you just look at his month, monthly numbers, right? Over the last month, 27% Ks, 1.5% walk rate against right-handed hitters. Um, they just can't get very left-handed against him. Again, don't necessarily love the ballpark. And like you said, you know, you're still getting Torres, Judge, Stanton. But they're also, I mean, Judge has a 29% K rate. Stanton has a 32% K rate. So, like, we're getting some strikeouts um, for strikeout upside for Fiat here. So, I think overall um, – just like given the price, sixty eight hundred, um, there's bats to pay up for. We're gonna talk about plenty of bats on the slate for what it's worth. So, uh, I think Fiat's interesting. Luke Weaver, you know, coming over to the Yankees here recently. Uh, any interest here for Luke Weaver against Arizona? No. Yeah, just no. I mean, a, a guy that really showed some upside and just hasn't shown it a lot this year i think is the nice way to kind of put it um i mean moving pieces hasn't really shown like the upside that we saw early in his career and even last year a little bit so um gonna pass on luke weaver here looking at his numbers he's really struggled with lefties um, all season too yeah, it's been all rough. Year. Yeah. yeah so i mean i think this is given like we're in Yankee stadium too, I think this is a great spot for the lefties that cracked the line of Arizona today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm with you hundred percent. And I think, you know, they've got one big lefty in Corbin Carroll, who while he's 5,600 today, he's going to be well worth, I think the the cost of admission. And uh, this is a, it's just a good spot. Like you said, overall for, for this, for this offense, you know, Marte, you know, switching it up, you know, my boy Pardomo should be at the bottom of the order. Like this is, I just, I like this team, Stevie. And they're not that expensive. Like outside of Carroll, we don't have really have anyone over 5k. So this is a really good stat today uh, to put together. Yeah. And I mean, Carroll might be like one of the top hitters on the slate today. Um, yeah. Like overall, like overall hitters on the slate, given the ballpark and the matchup that he is in um, on this one. So, Moving on, we have your Atlanta Braves at or uh, my bad. Do you have any interest in the Yankees bets? That's not I really. totally just as, yeah. As, as crazy as that sounds, not really. Um, I mean, we can always play Judge Stanton. Looks lost at the plate right now. Um, I look, it's Brandon Fott. He could easily get smashed today, but I, I'm willing to avoid the Yankees and, and pick up some of these better offenses. I don't mind Austin Wells, uh, cheap catcher, um, yeah. lefty has been hitting in good lineup spots for the Yankees. So like, I, I don't mind Wells um, if he cracks the lineup here. I mean, this is a guy they 
they've been hitting him like fourth. Like if we have to kind of respect where they've been hitting him here. Um, so I'm going to respect it and have a little bit of interest here yeah. in Wells. Yeah, All right, now we'll go that. talk about your Braves. Uh, they're having a phenomenal yes. year. We got Atlanta at Washington, nine and a half total. Braves, a 260 favorite. Charlie Morton and Patrick Corbin facing off against each other in this one. Um, Charlie Morton's 9,900. Do we have any interest in Morton here? Um, I'm going to avoid Charlie today. I, once again, man, I, I know Washington isn't hasn't been the same. We saw Match Free come in and have a an amazing performance, but I, I think at this point in his career, Freed is much better than Charlie Morton in a in a vacuum. And so for me, I'm going to avoid Morton here. Uh, it's just a price. If he was 8,500-ish, I think I'd be into it. At about 10K, if he has a good game, great. I'll live with it, but I'm, I'm willing to take the fade here against Washington. Yeah, I mean, Washington lineup right now definitely has a little bit more um, strikeouts in it with some of the call-ups, but they're still yeah. a pretty low strikeout team for Morton to be this price. Like we need Charlie Morton to go out and not only throw like five or six really good innings, we need him to have that like seven, eight strikeout type game. So, um, and like, it is that time of the year where I'm like in the back of my head, I'm like, if he's in the fifth or sixth inning here and he he's at like 87 88 pitches like are they letting him go back out like if we're up i, I don't see why right that's what i'm saying like atlanta is so good right now playoff wise um they're four games up on the dodgers for the best record in the nl and they're they've they've clinched the division on the phillies um so yeah. my my thing is like in the back of my mind i'm just like thinking about how worrisome it is like if he does get to that mark right he's at 85 86 87 pitches 88 pitches and like he's through five are they really letting him come out in the six that's my that's my only concern um with really any of the teams that are sitting pretty right now i'm not playing patrick corbin on the other side of this game he has done a better job of limiting home runs recently but (laughs) not today no i don't i mean this is not a Patrick Corbin spot in any sense of the word. And now that I'm saying that, the Braves are probably going to come out here and just be idiots and not score any runs. I'm kidding. I'm expecting them to have a good day. Um, so, Corbin, we're not playing Patrick Corbin. Not even, like, remotely thinking about it. Um, no. Like, this is one of those slates that if Patrick Corbin – if Patrick Corbin goes bonkers, I'm just going to lose. Yeah. Like I, that's just exactly. how how I'm looking at it. So um easy, easy fade for me on Corbin. Love the spot for the Braves. I think they're one of, if not the top stack on the slate. They're just expensive. So um, you know, you just kind of hope maybe we get a couple cheap bats that crack the lineup for Atlanta today. Um RC is not overly expensive. You know, if Darno catches, he's not overly expensive. So, um, yeah, I mean, overall, I think that Atlanta, if you can make it work, they're fantastic. It's just, you know, salary cap wise is always the tough part with them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've got Acuna here at, uh, 6,800. Now I will say, you know, once again, I, I don't mind the bottom of the order here when we're getting, because today we should get, we'll have Ozuna. Um, I wonder if Pilar is going to bat today since we got a lefty early. He's three K. Um, we should get 
Uh, RC at 3,700. He should crack the lineup because we have a right. So we'll have some cheapies at the bottom of the order. And the thing is, Stevie, all of these guys are fairly low strikeout guys. So we'll have some shots to maybe wrap around to Acuna if, if we kind of want to do something like that. So I, I like this spot for the bottom of the order Braves, which is kind of a part of what I've been playing all season, uh, getting that bottom of the order and then, you know, wrapping it around. Hot take. I think Ozuna is the best play um, for the Braves today. Yeah, love Ozuna. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 370 ISO against left-handed pitching this season. You know, the closest person to him is Austin Riley. Or, I mean, Orlando Arcia has a 325 ISO against left-handed pitching. I still can't, like, wrap my head around Arcia being a power guy, but, I mean, he does have 17 home runs on the season, so we got to respect that as well. Yeah. Um, so you can, get, you can get creative with your Braves stack today. Um, that that's kind of what Will was talking about. So moving on, we got Mets at Philadelphia taking on the Phillies McGill against Walker. But it, I mean, I don't know what to think of like McGill. Um, how many, how deep he'll go nine in total Phillies are one sixty favorite. Uh, any interest here in Taylor McGill? No. I mean, he threw 90, like he's thrown 90 pitches plus in four of his last five starts. It's just, I don't know if I trust it. Um, yeah, and like the Phillies, man. I mean, they're still playing for something, too. Right. That's what I'm saying. I can't, like, man. Yeah, I don't think I can go McGill here. Um, I don't even love, I don't necessarily love Tajon Walker. Um, nope. the last like real good game that like Tajon Walker threw was like the beginning of July. Um, he's yeah. had some recent struggles. I will say, Will, like pitch count wise, he's gone over a hundred pitches in three straight and they've kind of really let him go deep in the game. So offers a little bit of upside there, but still overall, um, just not a spot I want to play him. Yeah, we can call the Mets gutless. I think that's been the theme around this team. We can call them gutless all they want. Taiwan Walker's just not – he just doesn't have the strikeout stuff. And but, but, Stevie, here's what I will say. Seriously, for him, just making it through this season has been good. Like, he hasn't made it through a full season in probably, what, I would say three or four seasons, Stevie? I, I think that's accurate. So him just making it through a season, this, this is good progress for him. Yeah. Um, so from a real life perspective, congrats, man. Like this is, this is great. Um, and then maybe next year he comes back stronger and better, but I still don't want to play him today. Yeah. I love that. Um, love that, like that, that thought and process, um, there. So Mets bats against Walker. I think like overall, um, you can always play Alonzo and Lindor, Nimmo has had a really quiet but really solid season. Absolutely. Um, I feel like he's one of the guys that's going to be out the door soon. Like a quality bet that leaves and goes to like Milwaukee. But like if you're in this organization and you look at your lineup that's like around you, you're like, man, we should we should be better than where we are. You're just they're in a tough division. They are. Which is not something we say a lot for um the National League. Like, I mean the Marlins have been shockingly really good this year. The Phillies, we know how good they are. Obviously, yeah. they you know have to play the Braves, but um, the Mets are just in a tough position. Yeah, the Marlins. So, and I know we got to move, but I feel like the Marlins were better because they sneakily went out and got these good veterans and put them with these young guys. And all of a sudden, you looked around and you know when you've got to deal with you know 
Bell, who came late, you've got to deal with uh, earlier in the season. You had to deal with Gene Segura. You had like it's just they had these quality veteran bats with these young high strikeout guys. It just worked, and so you know, yeah, t- just tough spot. Uh, Philadelphia bats here. I definitely yeah. have um, no issues attacking um, Taylor McGill. Like, I, like looking at looking at like his season season numbers here. Like, low strikeout guy, high walks, high woba, a lot of hard contact. He's been pitching better recently, um, but I, I still think this is a, a spot. A spot like like the full Philly stack is very much in play today. Yeah, absolutely. Re- love the Philly. Say Nick Castellanos. It's been hot the past couple days, I think. I think he hit two home runs at least one of these days. He was um, he crushed the ball on Thursday night. Yeah, playing Atlanta. I think he's playing Atlanta the day before. But yeah, love that. Um, like I said, re- really like this team as a whole. Harper's fifty nine is a back under six k. Um, I, I think I think this is a good quality stack, Stevie. Uh, you know, especially being at home, like good hitters part. Still got something to play for. I, I like this spot for them big time. Still have something to play for. Something you're going to hear a lot um, on the morning <laughs> grind over the next week or two. So if you like a drinking game, you're welcome. White Sox, Red Sox, Sale and Tuki Tassant is what it looks like here. Nine and a half total. The Red Sox, a 225 favorite here. Uh, let's talk Chris Sale. Uh, any inch or Tuki Tassant. Sorry, they're. I said them backwards, but yes, White Sox on the road in Fenway. Any interest here at Tuki Tassant at 6,300? Tuki's been okay, but I I still I still don't want to do it against Boston, man. If any of these good hitters are out there, like he's going to be in a world of trouble. So I I I'm I'm, I'm going to fade Tuki today. Tough matchup against the Red Sox. I will say, like, check the umpire, check the lineup. Um, yeah. If they, they have rolled out some weird ones from time to time here recently. Yeah, like, if Tukey is going to get um, – if he's going to get a good umpire, that gives him a bump. So, I don't hate it, but I don't necessarily love it. Um, let's talk about Chris Sale on the other side of this game. Mm-hmm. 81 pitches last time out. 10 strikeouts against Toronto. Um, the White Sox team strikeout with the best of them. I don't know if he gets more than like 85 pitches here down the stretch. He's 9,200. Can we play 80 to 85 pitch sale at 9,200 in this matchup? I think if you do, you're hoping for like the most optimal performance that he had like the last time. And, you know, while, while we know he has strikeout stuff, I don't. We, we can't completely bank on that in eighty pitches. So, at ninety two hundred, I think in large field tournaments, I take a shot, but it's definitely not something I I, I would do in single entry. Not me personally. I mean, I think his ceiling is high enough to take some shots. If he does get like those extra ten pitches, his ceiling is even higher. Um, so. I don't mind him in large deal tournaments. I can say like outside of maybe Robert, I'm probably not touching the White Sox and like Luis Robert has been crushing the ball recently. So that's the only reason I have some interest in him, but I, I definitely respect sale here. Yeah. 
Do you have any interest in the White Sox bats, Will? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm not I'm not playing the White Sox right now. It's just bad. Let's talk Red Sox bats here. Any interest yes. here against Tuki Tassan? As as long as the lineup comes out normal, like you know, I, I don't mind playing Verdugo, Yoshida, uh Devers. I, I don't mind playing Duval. The prices have really come down on these guys, Stevie. So that's another reason why, like, even Devers, Devers is 5,200. Like, you know, this is a 58, 59, 6K bat that we're getting a pretty good discount on because we're down to the bottom of the season. And, you know, they're, you know, they kind of don't care as much as they did. But if they're going to give us price discounts against a pitcher that walks a lot of guys and it's going to give up hard contact, I'm in. So I, I like this team. Yeah, definitely prefer the lefties in this matchup. Like, Toussaint has actually been really solid against righties, but he just continues to massively struggle with lefties. So, uh, love the Devers call, Yoshida, Verdugo. Um, I don't know if I full stack them in this spot, but I do think they're very playable. If Abreu, uh, I know he's dealing with, like, a hand injury. Uh, if he misses, if he plays, he's 3,300. I wouldn't mind getting some exposure to him, but I definitely prefer the lefties today uh, for Boston. I think it's a good spot. Tuki Toussaint, like, he struggles so much with locating the pitches against left-handed hitters that, like, you get walks, you have um, just one or two bad pitches that turn into big hits. And it, this game's in Fenway. You never, never hate a game in Fenway. So, all right, we got Baltimore at Cleveland, eight total in this game. Slight favorite to Baltimore at minus one sixteen here. Uh, Kramer and Bieber. Any interest here? In Kramer, no. Um, saying it backwards. Yeah, anyway. it's all good. Yeah, no, no interest in Kramer. I know Cleveland isn't rolling out like their creme de la creme lineup either. But once again, they still got a fair amount of low strikeout guys. And Kramer, listen, the Baltimore pitches that these young guys have been good most of the year. Kramer is a guy that's kind of struggled a little bit more, a little bit more down the stretch. So at eighty seven hundred. You know, facing a low strikeout offense, I think I'm going to take the fade here. Yeah, I mean, I, I mentioned on the podcast yesterday, Grayson Rodriguez was my, like, favorite play. He pitched okay. Like, he, he didn't, like, have that, like, big game, but, like, he had seven strikeouts in five innings. Um, he had, like, one or two things kind of go against him, but I actually kind of like Kramer a lot in this spot. Like, I, I don't think the Cleveland lineup's good. I've been saying it a lot. I wish he was cheaper. I don't know if I get to him today, but I, I do think like if you're playing anything more than like three teams, you definitely want to get some exposure to Kramer. Yeah. Shane Bieber on the other side of this game, it's a it's a 60 day IL. Um, they already announced that he's not gonna likely throw more than 80 pitches in the start. Baltimore's a tough team. I think everything is going against my um my my Shane Bieber love here. Yeah, he's completely getting the fade, Stevie. Like, there's there's no way I play him in this spot. No way. Yeah, I mean, Baltimore is a team that I'd love to play. Um, I, I think their offense is a lot better than they get credit for. Looking at these bats, I mean, Bieber is tough. When he's on, he's really good. I think it'd be a stack or fade spot for me today um, for Baltimore. I don't think I'm going to, like, try to piece off one-offs here. I'm going to play Henderson. I'm going to play Rutschman, Santander, O'Hearn, Mullins. I'm going to play these lefties in this spot because I think the lefties excel if Bieber is not fully right yet. 
Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to fade deeper here because of the IL situation. I'm with you. I'm, I'm in on a Baltimore stat. Um, you know, I mean, look, we've got Mullins as the most expensive outfielder currently, which is which is interesting. But 4,500 for him, 44 for for Santander. Um, you know, we'll we'll get a chance to get some Gunnar Henderson at 5,500 if you if you decide to go that direction. We've got Rutschman at 51. I, I just I think there's enough quality bats in this lineup where they aren't crazy expensive uh, to really be able to build. I think O'Hearn is probably going to crack the lineup today as well. Um, so I, at least I think he will, since they're facing the right. So at 3,700, I'm in on him as well. Like this is a, it's a really good quality lineup uh, for a good balanced price. Uh, any interest in the Cleveland side of this game? As crazy as it sounds, Stevie, no. Like I, I don't really want to play Kramer, but I don't really want to play Cleveland. I just don't think they have enough upside overall to get us where we want to be on such a big slate. I don't think it's crazy at all. Um, and I, I keep saying this. I feel like one-offing Jose Ramirez is so tough because he's so expensive. I will say, like, when Kramer has struggled, it's definitely been more against lefties than righties. So, like, if you wanted to build out, like, a Ramirez, Naylor, Cole Calhoun type of three-man, um, I don't hate that idea. But it's probably not a spot that, like, I get a lot or, if any, um, exposure to on the slate. Yeah. Because people love playing Cleveland still. Like, their ownership continues to, like, be high. And, like, people love playing Cleveland. Very people love playing Jose Ramirez. Like, people love playing Jose Ramirez. And I get it. He's really talented. Never said he's not talented. I just I hate the price for a one-off. If, if you stuck Ronald Acuna on this team, uh, he'd be six six k and arrested. I mean, how, how could you keep playing Ronald Acuna with no rent protection? It just – It'd be crazy. Even though Acuna can steal and do all those other things, it just – I get it. You stick Ronald Acuna on this team with Jose Ramirez. Now, oh, well, that, we're, now we're talking. Just, yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. That's a totally different ball game. Absolutely. Well, like nobody's getting my boy. Ronald Acuna ain't going <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle at Texas, nine total in this game. The Rangers are 125 favorite. We have Miller and Dunning. Uh, any interest here in Bryce Miller? No. <laughs> not against Texas. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I think Bryce Miller is a talented young pitcher. I think this is a really tough spot. So I'm with you. Dane Dunning on the other side of this game. Um, Seattle, I mean, they can strike out with the best of them. If Dunning was like 6,500 here, it would be a conversation for me. But like, I feel like Dane Dunning's just too priced up and it's crazy he's only like 8k but i need dunning a lot cheaper for me to to have interest in this spot because i mean dunning's not going to go out and throw the ball by anybody he has a 20 percent k rate he doesn't generate a lot of swinging strikes like he's not going to go out and throw the ball by a lot of people and you got to be able to attack this offense yeah absolutely um at 7900 against seattle what i will say is i don't mind taking some shots at this price but I'm not like not single entry, not three entry max, only large field tournaments. All right, let's talk Seattle bats here. Um, obviously, I have interest in Julio, Cal Riley, Teoscar Hernandez. Kelnick being back is huge for this team overall. Yeah. Um, I mean, probably more of like a secondary stack, but uh, again, a team that I think you can look at on this slate is um, the Seattle bats. 
Yeah, absolutely. I even think, you know, even though Crawford hasn't been been exceptional this season overall, like down the stretch here recently, he's been really good, you know, having a guy that doesn't strike out too much to, to kind of balance out some of these power bets. So I would include him in the mix as well if I decide to stack this team. Any interest in the Texas bats here against Miller? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, yeah, plenty. Te- Texas, to me, has been like Atlanta in a sense. Like Texas, Houston, Atlanta. To me, those have been teams that you just kind of stack them every day. Like Stevie, one day they just – they ran off for about 14 runs against an okay pitcher, right? Like, so I, I think that's just kind of how you have to handle this team. Corey Seager has been elite. Simi has been elite. You know, Garcia's, you know, Dallas has still been hitting for tons of power. So, um, you know, g- give me this team any day of the week. Robbie Gosher got scratched the other day, but at, you know, at 3K, if he's going to be in the lineup, I don't hate him. You know, Tavares has been in the lineup. I don't hate him. Garver's been in the lineup a lot. I don't hate him. Like, just overall, this team has been, been good. I will say the only thing that somewhat concerns me is, like, Texas can't get super left-handed here. And, like, Miller has been way above average against righties. He's been below average against lefties. Like, I mean, so, like, obviously you want to stack Seager. And you probably put, like, Garcia in your stack and then low. And then trying to find those other two pieces that you feel comfortable with with Texas. Um is the interesting part, but yeah, I mean, I think Seager is one of the top hitters on the entire slate. Um, so yeah. very, very much interested in Corey Seager today. Absolutely. All right. Angels at Minnesota taking on the twins, eight and a half total in this game. Twins, a two ninety favorites. We have Daniel against Lopez. Any interest here in Davis, Daniel? No, <laughs> not today. Yeah, I mean, I think overall this is just one of those spots where Davis Daniel is going to come in and throw 60 to 75 pitches. And yep. they, they're just going to try to get some bulk innings out of him. Like, we love pitchers against Minnesota. And, I mean, their their lineup is – I mean, now Lewis is banged up too. He's dealing with, yep. like, a hamstring injury. Um, they did say, like – Byron Buxton's like going down and like playing some triple A games. So I wouldn't necessarily be shocked if he gets activated to play in this game. Like, I mean, twins, you're in a really good spot right now. Like as far as like the AL central is concerned. Yeah. I feel like you need to be careful rushing back like Buxton and Correa. Um, 
and, and like, but I think Correa, like, everything looks really good for him to be activated, like, right before the season ends next week. But yeah, I mean, overall, I don't have interest in Daniel. Um, any interest here in Pablo Lopez? Tons. Uh, yeah. The Angels, Stevie, Trash. are the new Minnesota. Uh, it's, Trash. I mean, Stevie, I, I feel like I've watched every pitcher they've faced recently pick up at least seven strikeouts. At least. Um, you know, we saw – and look, they, they knocked Zach, uh, Zach Eflin around a little bit today. He still had nine strikeouts. Nine or ten. 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 Ten, yes, thank you. Ten. Um, you know, I I can't in good conscience tell anyone to fade Pablo, at, even at 10-7. Like, Pablo could – and I don't expect Pablo to get touched up like Eflin did. It, it, you get what I'm saying? Like I'm expecting him to keep the ball on a little bit, the ball on the ground a little bit more. Um, I, Pablo's just, this this might be the best fight he's had in weeks. I mean, he's he's faced the White Sox, the Mets, Cleveland, Cleveland, Texas. This is the best spot he's had in, in five starts, six starts. This is I he's a top pitcher on the slate for me. I, I I just I feel like today is the day to pay the price. He could have twelve strikeouts here, and I wouldn't be surprised. Oh yeah, he could. He could have a really big game here. Um, yeah, big big game. Like he's he's equal, if not a little bit better than Zach Eflin, and like Eflin just mowed through this team, like you were talking yeah. about. And like, I, I mean, it's just a it's a lineup that is without their two best hitters. Um, I mean, arguably without their three best hitters. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, no real upside. Like, bats-wise, like, are you playing any of these Angels bats today? No, not not a one. Yeah, I'm out. Um, Oh, do you have any interest in the uh, Minnesota side? Nope. I mean, they're playing Daniel. I think they can score some runs. Don't get me wrong. But generally speaking, is this team going to beat me in a tournament today? I, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I feel like if you wanted to go Julian Kepler and find a third piece to make a little stack, um, I don't necessarily think me or anyone else would talk you out of that. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City at Houston. Reagans and Valdez facing off against each other. Eight total. Astros a 240 favorite in this game. I mean, DFS second half MVP, Cole Reagans. Uh, I mean... Yeah. Come at me if you want to argue with me. Bring it on. I will lay it down um, on you. This guy has been phenomenal. Really good. And he's been too cheap most of the – like he's oh, more expensive against Houston than he was against the White Sox or some of these yeah. other bad teams. I am a huge fan. I don't think we can play him in this spot against Houston. No, yeah, I – I don't play anybody against Houston, so he he's definitely going to be sitting on the shelf. If yeah. he comes in at like five percent projected ownership, I'll probably talk myself into playing him on one of my three teams just because I'm crazy. Um, I just want to throw that like disclaimer out there, yeah. Because I mean, like he just faced this team and had seven strikeouts and you know gave up some runs yeah. in that game. Like, and that's the issue. He's he's probably yeah. going to give up runs. Houston is, whoo, smoke it. Bet on the talent, man. That's that's all I'm doing with playing yeah. some Reagans. Um, Framber Valdez should have a really good outing in this spot. Do you have any interest in him? 
I feel like I want to go all in on Pablo in tournaments. I think he's okay. Um, like you said, I think Framber has a solid outing, Stevie, and I'm with you. He has a solid outing, but I, I just think Pablo's like the best play out of this upper tier group today. So I think, I think I'm going to fade Framber on that notion. And if I get burned by Pablo, I get burned. But I don't want to. I don't want to double. I don't want to play two big guys today. I want to play one. Yeah. Um, I mean, going back to like this, the standings talk, right? Like the AL West is just wild right now. Um, how close yeah. this is. So like Valdez might be on the other side of that conversation where if he's pitching really well in the seventh or eighth inning, they might let him go um, an extra 10 or 10 pitches yeah. or so. So yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Valdez is in play. I'm with you. I like Lopez more, um, but I, I think he's in play. As far as the Kansas City bats, I have no interest in Kansas City today. Nope. Negative. Uh, the Houston side of this game, uh, Brantley's banged up right now. If Chaz McCormick cracks the lineup, he's been phenomenal against left-handed pitching this season. I don't think I would stack Houston today. Um, I mean, t- maybe take a shot on, like like I said, a McCormick, maybe like a Jeremy Pena, but I still respect the talent of Cole Reagans. Yeah, same here. Um, I, I I still don't hate some of these bigger bats, but I don't want to stack Houston today, even though look, look, I tell it back, Stevie. I don't want to stack them in single entry, three entry match. In, in large field tournaments, I'm, I stack Houston every day. Tucker, Alvarez, I, they're just they're too good. You, and you don't know when they're actually going to go off. Like, they could go off against anyone. And so if Reagan's kind of gets in some jams here, you know, uh, he can't really pitch around this team too much. So that's I'm just stacking them because they're good, not because I think they're going to score 15 runs today. Fair enough. Detroit at Oakland, this is a series. Um, there's there's pitchers throwing. There's hitters hitting. Waldachuk against Gibson Lewis. Um yeah, let's see what we got here. Uh, any interest here in Gibson Long? Not Lewis. I said Lewis. It's Gibson Long. Uh, I think I have to have some interest, Stevie. You know, he – so what I'm looking at, Stevie, is the trajectory of the pitches. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be in the 90s, but 73 to start against the White Sox, 82 to start against the Angels. I'm expecting him to go maybe slightly over 90 pitches, and he's had bad matchups. Five strikeouts against the White Sox, 11 against the Angels. I think he can pick up five to six strikeouts against Oakland and hopefully limit the damage, Stevie. At 7,700, you know, we were talking about me not wanting to kind of double spin. This is why Gibson Long, he's on my list. He might be my favorite tournament pitcher. He's got – it's a really good spot for him. There's junk, man. So he has quickly shot up like prospect boards for next year. Um, he wasn't someone that was like a huge prospect coming into this season, but he has jumped up boards big time. Um, 34 innings in triple a, he got called up to triple a, um, towards the middle, towards the end of the year ish and 50 strikeouts in 34 innings. He had 76 strikeouts in 65 innings in double a this season, his swinging strike rate, double a 15%, triple a 14.8, his two major league starts 21.3 throws junk slider change up sinker hardly ever throws a fastball um 
it's Oakland. I mean, you, if you're a young pitcher trying to prove yourself, like you can't get more excited than getting a matchup with Oakland. So, yeah. um, I mean, I read about this guy a few weeks ago, was interested if they were going to call him up or if we weren't going to see him till next year. But yeah, Sawyer, Gibson, Long, um, very, very interesting like play here on the slate. Yep. Love it. Yeah, I hope like because he's not like 5,700, his ownership stays down a little bit, but everyone can kind of see what he did against the Angels last time out and know that this is a high upside spot. And the White Sox in 72 pitches. Like, that was good, too. Five Ks. I kind of like Ken Waldachuk on the other side of this game. Um, It sounds dirty. But, I mean, I think there's a little bit of upside here for Waldachuk against Detroit. Like, the price is nice. Um, You know, just looking at what their lineup looks like against left-handed pitching, I mean, you're probably just fading, like, two or three decent bats. Um, I think Waldachuk could have a really – solid game for this price point yeah I, I don't hate rolling him out in tournaments either like look, detroit's not some juggernaut offense do i think they're better than oakland probably a little bit but i i'm not I, i'm i'm not i don't think this team is is going to be crushing it so i, I don't mind that call at all don't mind one, that call at all need one more waller catch and well, I'll I, have a, yeah i do night. too but i need it for like Give, give me one for six or seven yards, not three yards. Like, please, buddy, please. Steve, if we get that, I'm I'm, I'm starting to feel real good about my day. Yeah, it's going to be a good day for me if I get that too. Um, got a couple couple five for fives that need one more catch from Waller. So, yeah. Uh, wouldn't hurt my feelings if he got one more catch. For <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, bats in this game. I don't typically like one-off first basemans, like, but I think Torkelson has two home run upside in this matchup. He is just absolutely. Oh, I like that. Rushed, I love that call. Yes, crushed left-handed pitching this season. Yeah, I like that call, Stevie. That's honestly, that's probably a good one-off. One-off, like nobody's gonna be playing Torkelson on this late slate, or like on this slate just in general. I I like that call. That's and I, I really, you know, I really wasn't going to be too interested in playing some guys from Detroit. Oh, but... Waller, you got to catch that. Oh, anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, it's all good. It's I, all good. I, I try to mute my mic when I'm, but man, you got to catch that ball. Not just because I needed that catch, but you got to catch that. Um, yeah, everybody agrees with you, Todd and chat. Scoble over six and a half, and we're happy. Yeah, we're all we're all rooting for that one. Um, yeah, I think. But I, I need I need one more catch from Waller. I think he's got 20 yards receiving. I need him over 25 yards. He should have caught that ball. And, um, and, and that would have been the yards in the catch. And yep. see, it's like, come on, man. It was, yeah, it would have been about 11 yards. Oh, <laughs> don't tell me that. <laughs> Hit his hands, too. You got to catch those. Uh, for what it's worth, I think that Andy Abanez is interesting at 2,800 as well. He's been great against uh, left-handed pitching this season and last year and pretty much throughout his career. So, uh, Oakland bats, any interest in the Oakland bats here? No. Yeah, I believe in the talent. Um, if he does get, like, super chalky, maybe I make, like, a little four-man stack with, like, Seth Brown, Geloff, um, Roker not a like just it would be a cheap stack you could get pitching you could like pair them maybe with like atlanta to make an atlanta stack different 
Um, it'd be interesting to see what kind of ownership um, Gibson Long gets today. Yep, absolutely. St. Louis at San Diego, nine total. Padres a 142 favorite. Hudson against Waldron in this one. Any interest here in Dakota Hudson? No. <laughs> and I and I know that uh I know that um you know people have been saying San Diego is also gutless, but I'm not taking Hudson against <laughs> this team. His pitch counts all over the place too. When he gets in trouble, they're quick to pull him. He's not really going deep into games. St. Louis is on cruise control to this get, get this season finished. Um, it's been a bad year for them. Matt Waldron on the other side, seventy three hundred. Any interest here in Waldron? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, St. Louis is scuffling too, um, but I, I, I'm going to fade Waldron here. I'm, I'm a- kind of putting all my all my eggs in one basket today, Stevie. Like, pop, I'm probably going to have so much exposure to Pablo and Gibson Long, like. If they fail, I just failed today. I'm going to have massive exposure to those two guys. He hasn't shown like big strikeout upside, which is a little concerning for me. Um, like he's been like slightly below average strikeout wise, like looking at his numbers, um, 15.7% K per K rate. And like he does give up a lot of hard contact, doesn't generate a lot of whiffs outside the zone. So I mean, yeah, I don't think this is a spot for Waldron. I think, like, there'll be people that will say, like, St. Louis just doesn't care and maybe we take shots on him, but I'm going to probably pass on him today. Um, as far as the Cardinals' bats, I mean, Edmund and Newt Bar definitely in play for me today. I think both of these guys have some upside in this matchup. Yes. I would probably look to find, like, a third piece to pair with them. Um, they had Juan Yepes back in the lineup, and I think he was hitting, like, fourth or fifth um, from what I remember. So, like, he's 2,500. He has power upside. So, um, yeah, I mean, just kind of looking for some upside to pair with those two lefties up towards the top of the lineup. Yeah, absolutely, man. Edmund Newtbar, I, I love that call. Man, this is one of those spots where I, I just wish Gorman was in the lineup, too. Like, him and – oh, it just would have been great. But, uh, unfortunately, we're not going to have access to those guys. Um, I still don't hate Goldie here. Still don't hate, you know, Arenado. They're still cheap enough in the in the low fives that we can get those guys in uh in some lineups so i i don't mind a, a, a mini st louis stack here maybe you know something like newt bar edmund goldie newt bar edmund arenado something like that um yeah so I, i'm in um padres bats i mean hudson's hittable um yeah you never know what you're gonna get from this padres lineup so i think it's a full full stack for me yeah absolutely um I, so Profar has been leading off with Kim Hurt uh, or Kim out of the lineup. And so at 3,100, like being able to get him in now, 
uh, along with some of these big bets is good. He hasn't been crazy productive, but I'm, I'm okay with that. Like just being able to get a stack against Hudson is, is good enough for me. Uh, Soto should be able to rack up fantasy points here between walks and, you know, singles and doubles. If he hits a home run, great. But I'm expecting Soto to almost have one of those fantasy points in three out of four plate appearances, four out of five plate appearances, so forth and so on. All right, moving on. We have the Giants and the Dodgers finishing this out here. No total in this game. I mean, there is a mixed review um, of, like, speculation here on, like, who's going to actually pitch for the Dodgers today. So, I we'll see. I, I mean, I, I really – I mean, I've seen multiple reports saying Gavin Stone, but I, he's not typically someone that pitches on five days. Um. So let's wait and see before we start talking about that. Uh, any interest in Manaya at 5,800 against the Dodgers? No, I mean, unless they just roll out the most pitiful lineup. And the Dodgers have been rolling out some weird ones, but even still, I, I don't – I'm not playing Sean Manaya. That lineup would have to be really bad. Yeah. Um, with like, a lot of, like, the lefties still in there. Like, they would have to give, like, Will Smith, Mookie Betts, J.D. Martinez the day off. Um, and leave the lefties in there for me to have interest in Shaman. <laughs> and even if they, even if they didn't, like Stevie, even if they rolled out Peralta, Hayward, Chris Taylor, uh, like they, they'd still have a quality. Like that's what's crazy about this. They can roll out those guys, Outman, the whole nine, and I still wouldn't play Shamanaya today. I still wouldn't do it. All right, let's talk bats. It's tough to talk to Giants bats, man. Um, yeah. Like, what are your general thoughts? Um, if I mean, like, the pinch hitting is obviously concerning, but like Peterson, Haniger, JD Davis, they're cheap. So, like, if you do get like a below average or average pitcher, the Giants are on the road, and I mean, some of these like hitters at the top of the lineup are are cheap. So, I wouldn't maybe necessarily mind looking at them as like a secondary stack. Yeah, um, but, but who are they going to play? Like I, yeah, I I don't know. And then what if if Gavin Stone doesn't pitch? I mean, I think they still probably see a right. Either way, they're going to platoon these guys anyway. But um, I mean, Jock's thirty nine. Yes, it's thirty eight. Like you're right, man. They're just cheap. They're yeah, just, I mean that's, that's yeah, that's the, yeah. That's the interest. Like at this point, everybody being pretty much under four K almost is probably worth the pinch hit risk if they if they if they score the runs early. So I don't I don't hate that. Yeah, we yeah, I need CMC to I need CMC to get two more carries, Stevie. Yeah, he hasn't been on the field here a ton in the last two um two yeah, possessions. Just, just I, I don't know. Carries. I didn't know if there was like something because like obviously I don't have sound on, so I didn't know if there was like something with Christian McCaffrey or not. And they're, um, and they're continuing to throw the ball, like hand it off, just hand it off to McCaffrey for two times, Stevie, so I can get my seventeen carries. I took him over sixteen and a half. Jeez. All right, um, Dodgers bats against Manaya. Like oh, I don't, so I don't bad. think they're gonna. I don't think they're going to rest guys here. So. I mean, Betts, J.D. Smith, top of the list, and then you get some value here with Rosario, Taylor, Kiki Hernandez, depending on, like, who cracks the lineup. But, yeah, I think the Dodgers are in play against Manaya. Um, Manaya struggles with command from time to time. So you can't do that against the Dodgers. 
Yeah, this team, Stevie, like it really doesn't matter who's pitching. And so I, I don't even – like I said, I don't even mind the lefties. Like if we're going to get uh, Freddie, I'm in. Like he's 6K, don't care. Give me bets. JD should play. I'm assuming Chris Taylor is going to play and Kiki. So, I mean, we're going to have some some advantageous guys. Rosario probably plays or Rojas or both. So, I, I want to see what the lineup is. But there's going to be crazy cheap guys to plug in around Mookie and Freeman today and and, and, and Will Smith. And that's going to be great for us. You just got one of your carries um, for what it's worth. Oh, good. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll finish sweating out um, some of these pick em plays and fantasy pick em and DFS showdown. And yeah, Debo Samuel back in the game. Love to see that because um, I, I I did not want to see Debo hurt, man. I, that guy is special. You just um, got your other carry. There you go. You got your two carries. So, so guess what? Happy that's, man. That's a 10x tonight. There oh. you go. Done. Listen, All right, man. let's let's 10x this morning grind game under 8k to get six or more strikeouts. Uh, who do you got? Give me my boy Gibson Long. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in that same game and go Waldachuk. I I do think like if you want a tournament large field tournament play today that I think does have some upside. I really do think Brandon Fiat is super interesting um, that like no one, I, I don't think anyone's going to play him today. So just, just throwing that out there. Uh, over 8k to score under 15. Who is your bust at the top today? Give me, and I think there's a lot of options, Stevie, that we have. Give me Shane Bieber coming out the IL. I think that's the low hanging fruit today. Yeah, they, they already announced like 80 pitches. Um, yeah. Max. So I'm with you on that. I typically like to go to the top, but I don't think any of these top guys kind of fail today. So I'm going to go Bryce Miller against a tough Texas lineup today. Yep. Like it. Over 4K to hit a home run. Who's going yard today? Um, We've got a lot of guys here that I really like. Give me Corbin Carroll. Thank yeah, you, Love that one. Um, yeah. Love that one. So I'm going to hope the Philly bats stay hot here. Give me Kyle Schwarber against Taylor McGill. Like it? Under 4K to get two hits. Give me a guy that you like to get two hits today. Give me Orlando Arcia. Bottom of the lineup. Nobody's going to play him today. Good spot against uh, – against, uh, Corbin. So, yeah, I'm in. I'm going to go Kelnick, um, you know, back in the lineup after missing a, a, quite a bit of time, and I think this is a great spot. They're still throwing. Like, he just threw a touchdown to Debo, and they're still throwing. They have no issues throwing up 11. Uh, you'd love, just love to see this from the San Francisco offense. All right, final, final question here. Stack to score six or more runs. Who do you got? Um, I'm not going to go with the Braves, Stevie, because I think that one is easy. Give me give me the Phillies at home. Yeah, I love that. Um, I'm going to go Arizona today. I think this is a great spot. Luke Weaver has been struggling. Great ballpark. Give me, give me the Diamondbacks to get the job done um, today. 
Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? We, re- we resume next week for the last regular season week of baseball. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nah, man. I was, I'm just glad to have been able to come on with you and serve with you through the through the tumultuous MLB season. And uh, I just I love what we do, man. And so thank you all for listening, and thanks for having me on always, man. Appreciate it. All right, I'm going to go sweat the last few bit of this game. I need one more Darren Waller catch. Um, yeah. That's all I need. Just one more. That's and he it. better get it. They better just keep throwing the ball and make completions. Like, come on, guys. Like, yeah. don't do go, this. Go get me my one more catch. Do your thing. All right. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. We'll be back Monday talking baseball. I think we have a really small slate Monday. Have a great one. We'll see you again Monday.